0: Taiwan reported 40,263 local COVID cases on Monday. Nearly 15,000 of those cases were detected in New Taipei. Taipei and Taoyuan had about 7,000 cases each, while Taichung, Tainan, Kaohsiung, and Jilong each had more than 1,000. Domestic infections have declined slightly over the last 2 days, but officials say the drop may be due to the weekend and that more observation is needed to assess the direction of the epidemic. Early in the morning, Taiwan took delivery of a new batch of Pfizer vaccines, a total of 1,857 million doses. These vaccines will be provided to teenagers as a third dose. A shipment of Pfizer's child vaccine is scheduled to arrive this Thursday morning. About 780-thousand doses are expected in that incoming batch. An eight-month-old girl has become Taiwan's youngest severe case of COVID-19. The baby was admitted to intensive care after developing a high fever and convulsions. She's currently breathing with support from a respirator. Just a week earlier, another child developed a rare painful condition after coming down with COVID. She developed rhabdomyolysis, which is when the body's muscle tissue dies and releases fibers into the bloodstream. Following days of intensive hospital care, the child has taken a turn for the better
1: this footage shows a six-year-old stricken with pain in her legs she can't get out of bed and she cries at the slightest touch to her calves on april 28th this young COVID patient came down with a fever following a telemedicine consult she was transferred to a hospital where she was diagnosed with a rare condition called rhabdomyolysis
2: she couldn't walk at all her calves hurt at the slightest touch I massaged them, but that only provided temporary relief. On April 30th, the child developed pain in both legs, particularly in the calf area, where there was tremendous pain that prevented her from walking. She had to be supported to stand. Blood work showed that her muscle enzymes had risen past 6,900. Fortunately, her kidney function was normal, and urine testing showed that there was no muscle protein in the urine.
1: Fearing that the girl would develop acute renal failure, the doctor administrated large infusions of saline. After two to three days of treatment, the girl recovered her strength and regained her ability to walk. On Monday, the CECC announced another COVID case involving a child. An eight-year-old girl came down with a high fever of 39 degrees. When her breast milk intake went down and her activity level dropped, she was admitted into intensive care. She is the youngest severe COVID case in the country. She's
2: a little over eight months old and has no pre-existing chronic conditions. She experienced persistent convulsions and low blood pressure. She is currently in an intensive care unit to stabilize her vitals. She has been intubated and is on a respirator to keep her lungs and her heart going.
1: Amid a rising COVID cases among youth, Taipei City launched a dedicated COVID clinic for children on Monday. On opening day, the clinic was packed with parents and their young children. Some arrived late without an appointment and had to leave without a consult.
2: If you're able to make an appointment, do so. This morning, there were many people who came without an appointment. Of course, I know that everyone is anxious, but go online to make an appointment first and wait patiently. We'll expand capacity to meet the demand as soon as we can.
1: The children's clinic can treat 120 people a day, and the city says more capacity will be added in the future. New Taipei, Taichung and Kaohsiung are offering similar services for children, in hopes of diverting patient flow to reduce pressure on emergency clinics.
0: The government is considering allowing digital certificates to be used for COVID insurance claims. Currently, policyholders who want to file a claim must obtain a proof of diagnosis from a medical professional. The Financial Supervisory Commission says that switching to digital certificates instead will reduce crowding at hospitals. But the proposal has raised objections from insurance companies who say that it could open up doors to fraud.
1: Industry representatives, policyholders, and a competent authority will communicate very closely to determine the best and most reasonable way to deal with this while honoring the spirit of the contracts. Sometimes you have to pay a registration fee plus a fee for the certificate, which can cost 200 or 300 NT. This measure lets people save some money. And for hospitals and medical staff, this measure makes everything more convenient. In related news, the CCC has loosened
0: its self-isolation rules for the contacts of COVID patients. Now only contacts who share a living space with the infected person will be required to self-isolate. This measure is expected to reduce the number of potential insurance claims. Well, COVID rapid tests are once again available at major convenience stores, supermarkets and drugstores in Taiwan. Many of these retail outlets have been out of stock for weeks. To meet the need for at-home testing, the Ministry of Economic Affairs coordinated the restocking of eight national retail chains. Sales started on Monday at a discounted rate, with buyers limited to one test per person.
1: Customers take a numbered ticket and line up to purchase rapid tests. On Monday, eight retailers, including convenience stores, supermarkets and drugstores, restarted their sales of rapid tests. At most locations, the lines were much shorter compared to those at pharmacies. Customers said it was much more convenient to buy tests here.
2: I decided to buy it here because it's on the way to work. I saw there weren't a lot of people, so I rushed in to join the
0: queue.
2: There are always long queues at pharmacies, and now my company requires me to get tested before going to work, so I had to come here and buy one.
1: Some buyers took out their NHI cards to show cashiers, but no ideas needed to buy tests at convenience stores, supermarkets and drugstores. To meet a surging demand for rapid tests, the economics ministry coordinated the restocking of kits at eight major retailers, so that tests could become more widely available.
2: Rapid tests are something that people need urgently. If you get diagnosed, you need rapid tests even more. Although they're a bit expensive, you need them for public safety. The tests are a little more expensive compared to the rations at pharmacies, but I personally find the price acceptable. Although if you need one for everyone in the family, the cost considerations might be different.
1: The test kits cost more than they do at pharmacies, but those who need them are not hesitating to buy. Officials say that consumers can now choose a sales outlet based on their own needs.
0: Well, it's late spring, and though the cherry blossom is over, there's always something special to see in Taiwan's natural world. Down at Wuling Farm, it's time for the cherry fruit to ripen. It's an important food source for lots of indigenous species. Meanwhile, a very special tree is growing fruit with wings. Don't believe us? Take a look for yourself.
2: A handful of deep red cherries hangs beneath a canopy of green. Uling Farm attracts lots of visitors in Sakura season, but fewer guests hang around to see the fruit ripen. A monkey climbs this tree to pluck cherries from the branches and stuff them into its mouth. These visitors are astonished.
0: Can
2: there are more than 21,000 cherry trees on the farm. After the blossoms fall in February and March, the fruits ripen in April and May. They're sharper and tarter than the cherries we normally find in stores, but full of vitamins and minerals, forming an important food source for Taiwanese fauna, such as the Formosan rock macaque and Birdmore's ground squirrel. We can
1: The cherries provide nourishment for so much flora and fauna. If monkeys, squirrels, and songbirds don't eat them and they fall to the ground, they nourish the soil of Oling Farm.
2: But that's not the only wonder to look out for in late spring. The farm is famous for its red maple leaves in fall, but maple leaves rarely bear flowers or fruit. Here, though, nestled among maple leaves, you can see tiny yellow flowers. The fruit have little red wings, which carry them far on the breeze when they're ripe.
1: After the flower is finished, they bear these fruit with wings, which we call invisible wings. When the branches flutter in the breeze, the wings of the fruit get picked up and taken off into the wind.
2: Other maple trees have fruit wings of green or light brown yellow. They can be seen from now until the end of may if you're looking for a family outing this month why not head down to the farm for some of the lesser known wonders of taiwan's landscape
0: well last thursday taiwan said it has scrapped uh, an order for american-made seahawk anti-submarine helicopters saying it felt they were too expensive but according to a new report from the new york times the cause for cancellation may have come from the u.s side According to the report, U.S. officials have decided that Seahawks and other conventional weapons are not suited for the Taiwan Strait. Instead, they're pushing Taiwan to purchase missiles, drones, and other weapons for asymmetric warfare.
2: What's the main reason for the changes in these three procurement cases? With the first case, the Seahawk procurement, we felt that the price was too high and beyond our means.
1: Last week, Taiwan said it had canceled a plan to buy Seahawk anti-submarine warfare helicopters from the U.S. The defense minister told lawmakers that the asking price was too high. But according to the New York Times, U.S. officials had had concerns over Taiwan's order. The New York Times write that ever since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the Biden administration has stepped up its campaign to shape Taiwan's asymmetric defense. It believes Taiwan should not buy weapons for conventional warfare, but should instead buy weapons that can help a small military repel a seaborne invasion. It's decided that some weapons are not suited for the Taiwan Strait, and warned Taiwan that the State Department will reject orders for such arms. It's also told American defense contractors not to request approval for such Taiwanese weapons orders. It believes Taiwan should increase purchases of coastal air defense missile systems, armed drones, and sea mines. Some officials also believe Taiwan should stockpile large amounts of munitions, according to the report.
2: Taiwan's defense budget has been on the low end for a long time. For a long time, spending hovered at around 12.5 billion U.S. dollars, If we want to buy conventional weapons, with such weapons platforms, it takes more time to build up combat power. We need high-precision, high-speed ammunition. We need affordable and effective weapons that can build up combat power in a short amount of time.
1: One expert agrees with Washington's view. In the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. military believes that Xi Jinping has adjusted his invasion plan for Taiwan. According to the head of the U.S. Special Operations Command, China is likely to target key cities in surprise attacks, launch countermeasures against Western sanctions, and take steps to control online discourse. In the face of these strategies, armaments such as Seahawk anti-submarine helicopters, Paladin self-propelled howitzers, and E-2D Advanced Hawkeyes early warning aircraft may not be effective. Instead, Taiwan needs large amounts of shore-mounted harpoon missiles, stinger missiles, javelin missiles, and tow missiles, which can be deployed to turn the island into a porcupine that deters attack.
2: Looking at it from the angle of China's current strategy delivery capacity, after launching a missile attack, it is likely to deploy helicopters and transport planes to execute rapid parachute assaults and airborne landings on Taiwan. The goal of that will be to shock and deter to quickly eliminate Taiwan's will to resist. Asymmetrical capabilities cannot replace basic combat capability and vice versa. When there are limited resources, you have to evaluate your investment priorities.
1: With China's military threat ever rising, experts say the stability of the Taiwan Strait will depend on whether Taiwan can bolster its asymmetric defense in spite of a limited budget.
0: The youth division of Japan's Liberal Democratic Party visited Taiwan last week and met top government officials, including local government leaders in northern Taiwan. Last Friday, the Japanese lawmakers were hosted by the mayor of Taoyuan. Taoyuan mayor Tseng wen San and his guests discussed issues including politics, trade, culture and education. The mayor also thanked Japan for donating COVID vaccines to Taiwan last year... and for supporting Taiwan's participation in global organizations.
1: Last week, a youth delegation from Japan's Liberal Democratic Party visited Taiwan for the first time in three years. Besides meeting the president and vice president, the group was also received by local government leaders in northern Taiwan. Last Friday, the delegation headed to Taoyuan, making its first stop at the X-Park Aquarium. After catching a fish in midair, the sea lion lets out a roar and jumps back into the water, delighting its audience from Japan. Afterward, the delegation met with Taoyuan Mayor Wen-tsan to exchange views on Taiwan's and Japan's politics, economy, trade, culture, education and youth.
2: The youth division of the Liberal Democratic Party is an important avenue for exchanges between Taiwan and Japan. From the past to the present to the future, Taiwan and Japan have had and will have a strong foundation of friendship. We will continue to advance each other's mutual interests.
1: Tao mayor thanked Japan for extending a helping hand last year when there was a shortage of COVID vaccines in Taiwan. Japan had donated 4.2 million vaccine doses to meet an urgent need. The mayor also thanked Japan for supporting Taiwan's participation in international organizations, such as the World Health Organization and the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. He also noted his long-standing personal friendship with delegation leader Ogura Masanobu, Ogura could only attend the meeting over teleconference because a close contact in his delegation had tested positive for COVID-19.
2: I hope that Taiwan will join Japan in standing on the same level of the world stage to participate in international organizations. We also want to take this opportunity to thank Japan for supporting Taiwan. This includes support for Taiwan's participation in the WHO and the CPTPP. It also includes support for future cooperative ventures.
1: During the visit, the LDP's youth delegation extended its close engagement with the Taoyan city government, while also deepening the Taiwan-Japan friendship.
0: In Shiko Township, one famous food stall has been in business for more than 60 years. It sells pig's blood soup for just four hours a day, but the owners have to start prepping ingredients at six in the morning. The final product is packed with flavor, and it's a must-have afternoon snack for locals.
2: The soup is served up, piping hot. It's got cubes of savory pig's blood, offal, and other fresh ingredients. Just looking at it is enough to make you hungry. Pair it with a side dish and some chili sauce, and customers are all the more satisfied.
3: I've been eating this soup since I was 10 years old. I work in Mazu now but I still eat here whenever I come back. The owner cooks the soup with offal, which makes it taste even better. The soup is full of ingredients, and the pork blood isn't gamey.
2: The intestines are also prepared very cleanly. Customers praise the mild flavor of the pork blood, which gives a lift to the broth. Besides its generous helping of ingredients and its rich pork bone soup, the stall is also known for its fried onion crisps, which enhance the flavor of the soup even more. Don't underestimate this bowl of pig's blood soup. The shop has been in business in Jiayi's Shiko Township for more than 60 years. Its previous owner retired after 50 years, and the current owner has been running it for over 10 years.
3: My husband and I used to live in Dolio, and he worked in air conditioning and refrigeration. But as he got older, he couldn't carry the air conditioners anymore. Running this shop has been more relaxing for him.
2: The owner took over the shop from her elder sister and kept all the original recipes. She goes to the market at 6 a.m. to buy fresh ingredients. And after getting home, she cleans and cuts up the offal, fries the onions, and makes the soup. There's a lot to do, so the shop is only open for four hours a day. But the pig's blood soup is still a must-have afternoon snack for locals.
3: Around 6 o'clock in the morning, I get up and prepare the ingredients. Everything has to be prepared and washed. They have to be dealt with, then cleaned again, then boiled with large bones. I worked in the science park, but I thought I'd come home and help out. I might stay on for longer and continue to help out here.
2: The owner's son used to work as a shift engineer at a science park, and he's come home to help out the family business. Their bowl of pig's blood soup not only draws in the whole town, but has also brought the family closer together.
0: A levee in Mali County has been adorned with a vast garden of orange daylilies. The beautiful planting has attracted lots of day trippers, but local officials are horrified to see many guests trampling over the flowers in a hurry to get the best selfies. Representatives from Dahu Township implore visitors to follow the signs in the area and not walk on the grass.
2: From high among the clouds, we see an embankment covered in orange day lilies fluttering in the breeze. Signs stuck to traffic cones warn the public that pesticides are being sprayed and instruct visitors not to step on the grass. But many people ignore the warnings, remove the railings, and head on to pick flowers and take photographs.
1: We told them,
2: uh, flower, oh, hmm. The garden has been open for visitors for two weeks, and in that time, lots of flowers have already been trampled, leaving the flower bed scattered with unsightly gaps.
1: People go into the flower bed and take photos, destroying the garden. The flowers are vulnerable, tender buds. When you walk over them, you'll break them or create problems like this.
2: The garden is on a flood control levee in Shiliaojiao community. The township has got funding from the Second River Management Office to spruce up the embankment with daylilies. The 400 meter long planting has attracted lots of tourists.
1: We welcome visitors. The people of Dahu love nothing more than a good festive gathering, so you're welcome here. But please don't walk on the flowers don't go into the garden for your photos
2: officials had hoped that their traffic cones would be enough to deter overzealous flower fans but it seems they are not enough officials implore visitors to think of how much work goes into the creation of a garden like this and how its protection is up to each one of us
0: a magnitude 6.1 earthquake struck off the east coast of taiwan monday afternoon so far this year this is the fifth earthquake above a magnitude of six the shaking was felt most strongly in Ilan and Taidong, where it reached a three on Taiwan's seven-tier intensity scale. Intensity reached two in areas including New Taipei, Taoyuan, Jiayi and Taichung. Let's hear
1: from a seismologist. The shaking everyone felt was rather intense due to the low-frequency waves, but the earthquake caused very little damage to buildings. Overall, the earthquakes have been more frequent this year. The Central Weather Bureau says aftershocks of up to
0: magnitude 5 may strike over the next five days.